Today's episode is taken from the second annual Lawrence First and Goal Clinic, and this one is with offensive coordinator at Charlotte, Mark Carney. I've known Mark for a while. He's a Cleveland native, definitely a small world and tight football community here in Northeast Ohio. I coached his brother in an all-star game in 2003 when his brother was finishing his senior year in high school, went on to play at Air Force. And then I worked with his mother, who was in the athletic department at Baldwin-Wallace University. Saw him play when he was at St. Edward High School, did an excellent job there as their quarterback, and went on to play at Fordham University, and just had some great influences, as he'll explain, around football. One of the things he's always done well is incorporated shifts in motion into his offense, and Charlotte was able to be one of the top teams in time of possession, and as Coach will note, that shifts in motions are a part of it. And when uh, you are slowing things down, using shifts in motion certainly is a tool you want to utilize rather than standing at the line of scrimmage and being static and allowing a defense really to key in on what you might do based on your formation. So this is a quick one, but I think Coach shares a lot of important points on how you do this, how to incorporate shifts in motions, and he shares some ideas here. The link to this one will be in the show notes. You can get the entire talk at CoachTube, and all the proceeds from this go to benefit Lawrence First and Gold. Here's Coach Carney. Thanks, everybody, for joining here. My name is Mark Carney. I am the offensive coordinator and quarterbacks coach at the University of North Carolina, Charlotte. Got here with the rest of the staff. Coach Healy hired me in December of 2018. Started my career here as the quarterbacks coach. After one season was promoted to the offensive coordinator position, I'm having a blast here. First things first, I want to say thank you to John and Marianne Luce, the whole Luce family. What you all do for Lawrence First and Goal Foundation is, is unbelievable. As a player at Fordham, got to compete against Coach Luce when he was at Lafayette College there and lots of great memories, but really appreciative, appreciative of the time and the, uh, the ability to share some, some thoughts with you tonight. A little bit about my journey, how I've been impacted by coaches really since, you know, I was in high school. Grew up in Cleveland, Ohio, and went to St. Edward High School. Played for a guy named Jim McQuaid, who taught me a lot about being a man, how to be a man. Obviously, my dad was a, was a huge role model of mine growing up, but to, to see manhood and servanthood demonstrated on a daily basis at school was really, really unique. Greg Herbis was had a huge impact on me. Coach Herb was the wrestling coach at St. Ed's for a long time and discipline and attitude and taught me a ton. The principal when I was there, Jim Kubaki, was a former college football player, a quarterback at Harvard, and mentored me, took me under his wing as a young guy and taught me how to be a, a successful high school quarterback. Played my college ball at Fordham University. I got my start with Coach Ken O'Keefe who went on to, to Iowa and, and then the NFL for a long time, but introduced me to college football and, and taught me a lot about how to be a college quarterback. Dave Clawson got hired at the end of my freshman year. And if I know anything about the game of football, it's because of Dave Clawson. He taught me more X's and O's and, and things of that nature than I'll, I'll ever be able to repay him for. Uh, Ed Foley was a guy on staff as my OC when Coach Clawson was there who you know, Coach Foles is as authentic as they come and, and taught me the importance of that in this profession. Got my first real, real job at the University of Richmond in 2004. Coach Clawson hired me down there. 
worked for him there for, for three years, got to meet our my current boss, which is a, a cool story, Will Healy, but recruited him there to be a quarterback. I was 24 years old, had no idea what I was doing in this profession. And all these years later, I got a chance to, to work for him. So cool story, wrapping it all together. Mike London was a guy I worked for for a year there and showed me how to be both a great father and a great football coach and the importance of incorporating family into everything that we do. From there, after the 2008 season, we won the national championship and, and my career jumped to Bowling Green, back with Coach Clawson. Met there Warren Ruggiero. Coach R has had a, a tremendous impact on me and, and taught me a ton about spread offense and I'm forever grateful for our relationship. Transitioned from there to, to Baldwin Wallace. Uh, got my chance to coordinate and uh, followed Keith Grabowski, actually, at Baldwin-Wallace University there. So got to know Keith. From there, transitioned to Division II, Virginia State University. Got to work for a guy named Reggie Barlow. And his dash, his discipline, attitude, sacrifice, uh, habits, and, and doing it all aligned with a good heart uh, taught me a, a ton there as well. And then got hired here in, in 2018 with Coach Eels. And our mantra is Pete, baby passion, energy, enthusiasm, and positivity. So I hope I'm presenting with passion tonight because I'm doing this for Coach Heels, but really, really grateful and, and thankful for the opportunity. All right, so here at Charlotte, we are a, a young program. This is our heading into our 10th season of college football. Started as an FCS institution in, in 2013. Uh, really 2012, 2013 was the first season. And, and have made significant jumps, jumped from Conference USA to Conference USA after two seasons and excited to join the American Athletic Conference in 2023 here. So young program, excited about what we're doing. We use a lot uh, of both shifts and motions and there's a lot of different reasons for it. So we define the difference in a shift and a motion. Okay, so a shift is defined as one or more players moving that will get reset, usually on the opposite side of the formation they started on, resulting in a, an entirely new formation or a formation change. Why do we do it? Well, one, probably most importantly, is, is it uncovers a little bit of defensive disguise. Anymore, these, these defensive guys do a really, really good job of showing you one picture and changing a post-snap to a different coverage picture or pressure picture. I, I believe shifts do a lot to encourage the quarterback in, you know, being, being certain about what he sees. So he's able to see some communication, uh, potential matchup issues or matchup advantages. So that's probably the most important part of why we shift. Occasionally we do it because we know how the defense will align, right? We want to set a three technique. We want to set the, the passing strength. We want to set their defensive nickel. Another reason is uh, may give us some some coverage indications, right? If if we start with a, a tight end as one and a, and a receiver at two or a back as one and a receiver at two, you know, we may get some man zone coverage indications. It has tended to slow our tempo down. Uh, one thing, if, you'll, if you're a stat guy, is we've, we've been top 10 in time of possession for the last three seasons. And uh, our, our shifts and motions contribute a lot to that. We've been able to hide some formations in certain shifts that we, we utilize. And then we'll take advantage of our split rules and hiding, hiding splits from receivers. The difference in a shift and a motion is, is the shift players are going to get reset. On a motion, they're not. 
One player is moving prior to or at the snap of the football where there's no reset or, or uh, pre-snap formation change. Why have both? Well, both forces the defenses to stay ready. Are we going to snap it prior to the motion or shift crossing the ball, or are we not? We always want to keep the defense in a position where they've got to be ready you know, to, to play the play. It gives us some great coverage indications. While we're not uh, moving from one side of the field to the other, we still may get some rock and roll with the safeties, right? We still may get some bump boxes, bumping backers in the box. It is a tempo changeup. It is not a longer drawn out deal. It creates surface changes, two man surface, three man surface deals, and it can confuse or hopefully confuse some of the defense's fit rules. So we utilize them both a ton. We'll get into how much and all that in a, in a slide or two here, but our rules are important. We have both pre and post formations motions or shifts. I think that's important to utilize both because it's important for us to be able to control matchups. We teach it in two ways. We say if the motion or the shift word occurs before the formation, for example, zoom to trio right, we would build that formation. We are building trio right. We are zooming to and building the formation trio right. We may also align in a formation and break it. So we may say a formation trio right and then zoom out of that formation. Again, matchup controls, the ability to build and break formations based on game plan is important. As far as how we motion, it's important for the motion man or shift man to, to understand the surface they are shifting to or motioning to. Are they going to a two-man or a three-man surface? Are they going to a nub surface? Uh, are they going to a spot where they, they may be by themselves? The width and uh, speed of that motion will be determined by the surface we are shifting words. We utilize a bunch of different words and, and colors, dropping them in these learning buckets for our guys. Y words being tight end motions or shifts, Z words being re receiver motions or shifts, R words being running back motions or shifts, F words being fast motions or fly motions, more motions, not, not shifts, and then S words being strictly shifts. We'll also use some colors as some shift words too. So lots of different ways to call these things, but we're going to utilize them a ton. So this season, we utilize shift or motion on 76% of our snaps. Uh, you can see some of my GAs and, and analytics folks working for us here at Charlotte put together this chart for me. So the big numbers over here are total plays. 346 total pass plays, 349 total rush plays. We utilize motions on 263 of the 40, 346 pass plays and on 264 of the 349 run plays. So about 67 or 70, 75, excuse me, 75.8% of our snaps utilize motions there. You can see some of our success, success rates, what we needed to go and, and some other information there. Well, there's definitely some useful insight on shifts and motions from Coach Carney. Again, the link to the entire talk and presentation, which includes video, is in the show notes. The proceeds benefit the Lawrence First and Goal Foundation. I'll also include some related links. Coach mentioned a lot of people who have been influential to him, and some of those guys have been on the podcast as guests as well. So check the show notes for links to related content. 
Follow all we're doing at coachandcoordinator.com and follow me on Twitter at Coach K. Grabowski.